Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Sirs Without Excuses podcast. I'm here with you on a Tuesday afternoon. I've got another podcast coming up shortly. Um, it is uh, Troy from Troy Howard from Sotellus. We're going to talk about reputation management, review software, things like that. Some of the things I'm covering in my upcoming book, um, but we're going to get into details with Troy about it. And uh, I know he said some family health things going on, and we're finally able to uh, get him on this afternoon. So it'll be another podcast I'll be recording later today, but I just wanted to come to you with a Facebook Live event and talk about some of the things that are relative to that and relative to um, what we're going to be talking about later on today. And the word is, and I did a little uh, mini video on this in the past, um, are you seen as a trusted authority to your customers and clients? Are you seen as the trusted authority when you go to do work for them? And you really think about it. Some of the credibility things we're going to talk about um, later on is going to be, you know, how others see you. And really, that's how it's most important. You know, we don't see what we don't see is is an old expression, but a true expression. We think that this is what our clients need. And we think this is how our clients and customers should be treated. But in fact, that's not always true. There are a lot of different ways to uh, treat your customers. Some treat people, you know, like they want to be treated. Some treat people like the golden or platinum rule, you know, even better than that. Or some people don't treat them very well at all. They just treat them as a commodity. They treat them a lot of the way a customer sometimes perceives us. And it's a no-win battle of negativity when you have that. The customer perceives you as a commodity, then you're you're not going to win. If you perceive them as a commodity, you're not going to win. So we got to break that cycle of. I just called stupidity and uh, and and give the customer exactly what they're expecting. An example I got is I bought a foot massager for my wife. My wife has some foot problems, and um, I wanted to get her something for Christmas that was going to help with that. And I bought it on Amazon. I'm a fan of Amazon. I'm an investor in Amazon. Even though I'm a small business, I like them. I like their business model for the most part. You know, not everything's perfect. But they had a particular product that I wanted. I needed to make sure it got there by Christmas. Now, I could have bought the same product online from somebody else. I could have bought it from a local store if they would have had it. They didn't. Um, So I could have bought it anywhere and probably saved some money. But I realized that I probably would not have the product I was paying for. um, And I certainly wouldn't have had it by Christmas time when I would have actually needed it. So package came in. It's a huge box. Now, first negative moment of truth as, as Steve Tilburen would would constantly say uh to I can hear always hear that ringing in my ears and it's a good thing um he would always say it's that negative moment of truth thing shows up at my office door because I can't have it come home in the box saying it's a massage chair so it's not sitting in a box it's hiding it she could have walked home she could have came in drove up and saw the box in the office front door and went Geez, <laughs> there's no hiding that now, is there? Well, there wasn't any hiding that. And and you know, when it really came down to it, um, you know, it was it was it was totally uh it was totally shocking to to look at that and go, oh man. I guess she knows what she's gonna get for Christmas. All right, so that that's out of the way. We've already moved past that. We've already moved past that whole um idea that that's gonna be an issue. Um get it, open it up. Great wrapping, great packaging. Looks like a million dollars. Looks like a great product. Okay. Open it up. I start using it first. She says, you use it first. See what it does. She's all happy. It's great. Um, Kind of threw off a little bit, but it's this big, massive thing. And it was a little expensive. Opened it up and it felt like it was going to snap my ankle. What's going on here, man? I've used all kinds of massage chairs. I got pretty tough feet and pretty tough ankles. Um, My heel, not so much, but the rest of it's pretty good. 
And in that whole shock process of that, I'm looking at it going, well, I don't understand why this thing is feeling quite like it's feeling right now. It's it, That's a little bizarre um, to say the least. So I was a little bit in the, uh, in the shock moment of, of, uh, well, this product was several hundred dollars and why isn't it working? Why is this thing not actually, you know, doing what it's supposed to do? I bought on Amazon, hit it incredible reviews for the most part. What's the problem? What's the issue with that? Well, when you notify Amazon of something, I've always believed to be honest. I'm a, I've tried to be an honest person, not tried. I've been an honest person my entire life. And they asked me if it was defective. I said, I don't know if it's defective, but the thing is nasty, strong, man. It's, it's you know, rough. And, and I gave it to her to try and it didn't work out any better. So I'm like, what's going on here, man? This product came out a good review. It came from Amazon, had good reviews on Amazon, you know, so we open this thing up and, and it's not working right. So it goes back in the box. I call Amazon and say, listen, I don't know what's going on with this thing, but it's way too strong. I know it's got good reviews, but for us, for me, for my wife, um, it wasn't what she was looking to do. And it looked, was more painful than good. It certainly wasn't going to do it. So it goes back in the box. And when I contact Amazon, they have this uh, third party um, selling disclosure. I didn't, we don't read that stuff. We just, we bought it on Amazon. We trust Amazon, trusted authority. I'm going somewhere with this. So I call them and they say it's a third-party person and their third-party statements, which again, you never read, means you're responsible for a 20% restocking fee on it, plus you have to pay for shipping. Now, again, this is a very large box. Shipping on this thing would have been $100 easily, okay? So this is a $350 massage chair. 100 bucks of it's going to be that, plus 20% of it's going to go back. So now you're already at a loss. You're almost at 50% by the time you're done with it. You look at this thing going, I don't understand this. So I go back and forth with this with Amazon and say, listen, I'm the customer. I don't know what's wrong with it, but I can't tell you it's defective. I don't see anything that's defective, um, but maybe it is. So I put it all back, contact them, got nowhere. It's with it. They say they contacted the, the, the private third-party seller. Third-party selling person didn't even know what I was talking about when I called them. Explained it to him. That third-party seller said, I will find out, but I could probably get one of them waived for you. Um, if I can, will you ship it back? And I says, well, if you can get one of those waived for me so it's going to cut my liability down, my expense, my loss uh, down a bit, then I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. And he goes, let me give you a call back. Then this is around Christmas time to be um, to be full disclosure. It was right, before, right around Christmas time. Figured maybe he's got some other returns or other issues going on. Wait about two weeks. Don't hear anything back. Message him again. Never heard anything. Message him again. Nothing. So now it's kind of pissing me off a little bit. I'm going, you know what? I've, I've, I've went out of my way to try and make things work here. I was honest. I wasn't wrong. And he said to me before this whole thing went out, if it was defective, um, that's a different story. But if you don't like it, that's buyer's remorse. Well, it's not buyer's remorse. Remorse is I bought it and I don't actually intend to use it. So that's leaving a, a negative moment of truth and a, a bad taste in my mouth right there. That this particular... Um, item would be buyer's remorse. Again, buyer's remorse is I bought it. I shouldn't have bought it. I got to ship it back and I don't want to pay any money for shipping it back. I want them to inherit all the costs. That's bullshit. I don't blame them. I would never do that to somebody. Um, again, thought that it was just too aggressive of a, of a thing. So it's been sitting down in my office here for God knows a month plus. And I decided last night, you know, I'm going to bring it upstairs. I'm going to bring it in the house. And I'm going to sit there and look at it and say, um, you know what? Let me see if this thing's a little bit better than what it was before. 
And uh, I'm like, all right, no, that's that's fine. Let's uh, let's see what it is. And uh, the best thing, sorry about that. The best thing to look at that was, hmm, pick it up, plug it in. Starts the same thing. It's all aggressive. The left hand is is like is, is going crazy. I don't I don't understand this thing. It's it's the left is so much more powerful than the right. It feels like it's crushing into my ankle again. I don't get it. So then I, I get the idea to go and maybe play around with it a little bit and see why one side. So it, it's it's got the zipper around it. It's got this cushion. Well, one cushion feels awesome on the right. The left cushion feels like it's broken. Like there's something off. So I go and I unzip this thing and what the hell? It's a piece of broken plastic in there. Well, it turns out it was defective. I didn't know. I just bought the thing thinking it's going to be perfectly fine. And here it just wasn't. So I pull this thing out. It's a broken piece of plastic. Not quite sure what's broken from to this day. I still don't know from last night. I just took it out and dropped it into the unit and it seems to be working perfectly fine now. It works awesome on your feet. So now the good reviews are warranted because it's it. So here's my problem with this. This is where the whole story comes down. I'm not really big on telling stories on the podcast. I'm more, you know, about really straightforward content, but I felt this was a good uh, way to uh, precursor for today's podcast. I'm going to be recording. I saw Amazon as the trusted authority because I bought a lot of stuff from them. And I've had a very good experience with them. If it wasn't what I was looking for or it was defective, they take it back rarely. I mean, you're talking if I buy 100 products, one might be defective. It's it's rare. I'm not in the habit of sending it back or having it go back to a store to drop it off or worse yet, take it to a, um, a UPS terminal or something along those lines. So Amazon let me down because they didn't back it up because they have a third-party agreement that nobody knows about. Okay. I trusted them. Now, my trust with Amazon dropped tremendously. And I said to them when this whole thing came to fruition that you have now lost my ability to naturally go to my Amazon business account, premier business account, by the way, where I spend a ton of money and you're not going to get nearly the amount of purchases from me. You're going to hurt because of this, because not because I didn't do anything wrong and not because you intentionally tried to wrong me, but because you wouldn't stick by a customer that has purchased tens of thousands of dollars, if not more of things from you over the years. So now you're bearing my end. You know me as a customer and a buyer. I am seen as a trusted buyer. I'm seen as the trusted person when purchasing because I've, again, one out of a hundred I might send back, you know, that, that's that's incredible. And I don't want to send something back because, again, it's a pain in my butt. I got too much time, too many things going on to sit there and take something back and drag it through a store or drag it to a terminal. I don't want to do that. So I want the product to work. I'm not buyer's remorse. I want it to work just like every other rational human being on the planet. But they let me down. The third-party person, the private seller, let me down because he didn't fall through. and He didn't want to deal with it. And I get it. You know, You probably had thin profit margins onto it. And ultimately, the company, he blamed it on, of course, the company because he said the company was going to charge him the 20% or they charged him, I'm sorry, 30% and he was going to give it to me for 20%. Don't know the company would never buy another product from them. They are the, the last man out. Probably have no idea until maybe they've seen this or seen my review on Amazon that I even had an issue with it because it doesn't seem like a third-party person even knew and Amazon never disclosed that to them. He was in shock when I talked to him about the whole issue. My whole point moral of the story is here is 
customers have a trust in you that if you are coming through for them all of the time, but you let something lapse down, don't assume for one second you have now maintained the ability to be seen as the trusted authority, the trusted person they purchase from. Don't assume that you now have that process in your brain or or that you're going to go back and now act like nothing happened. I have significantly dropped my purchases from Amazon. I've gone out of my way and sometimes spent more money to purchase things from other places. And Amazon's definitely not the cheapest and that's not their, their mantra or their motto. Their motto is to get it to you quickly in the condition it is and you to be satisfied with the job. Again, they broke rank on that with me. They probably broke rank with that on a lot of people, but with me in particular, I've been a big believer and promoter of them. Um, they're even in my book and reputation. I still believe in Amazon. It's just now they have a scratch. They've actually etched a scratch on the surface for me saying, okay, we'll let this one go. It was a bad experience. Probably wasn't handled right. Maybe it should have gone up the chain a little bit better to be handled. Um, but it, it wasn't. Now it left that, as again, Steve Tobirin, one of my mentors say, negative moment of truth. It left me with a very, very poor taste that that company didn't think enough of me to go, he's a good buyer. He's got a great reputation with us. He's not in the habit of doing this. We need to look further into this to make sure he's happy. They didn't do any of that. They just put it off on technicalities. They put it off on the third-party seller. He put it off on the manufacturer, killing him with it. Don't assume that people are happy with you not doing right by them. Don't assume I'm going to let that one go. They've had me do work for them for 20 years. I hear it all the time. I've heard it in my business, in the cleaning business, that they had somebody out there for 10 years and they awesome. On year number 11, they destroyed their carpet and they hate them. But what about the 10 years? The 10 years it did a great job. Well, they forget all about that because the last time they were, you were there, um, you didn't come through for them as they thought you should have been. Now, it's important for you, and this is why we're parlaying into this later on today. It's important for you to get the reviews. It's important for you to get the feedback from them. It's important that you don't get the reviews and feedback while you're in front of them to possibly feel intimidating to them. You should feel it and send it out. Have a software program. We'll talk more about that later on today. Have some type of system in place to make sure that you know full well that customer is not happy with the work and you can fix it. You have time to fix it before something else happens. And again, eight out of 10 people won't ever write a bad review. They won't do it. I say it in my book, I'm hot or cold. If you're great, I'll praise you. If you're not, I can't, I can't recommend you. You know, it's that simple. It's, it's, and that's the way a lot of people perceive something. When they spend money with somebody they see as a trusted source, They want to have the same reciprocal response that I'm the trusted source. I would expect that our customers and clients, we go into a home every single day, are happy they chose us, are happy that we're the company going and doing the work. I have them call us and say, I forgot your name. I don't know how they do, but they did. And they got maybe confused with somebody else. And that might have been it. But they might have had a poor experience with somebody else and then they realized it was us. Maybe they had a poor experience with us and we didn't rectify it and fix it. So you have to have something in place to make sure you're seen as a trusted authority. You can't assume. There's the old acronym, assume makes an ass out of you and me. It does. If you think for one second that you're doing everything correct every single time, you better make sure you have some system in place to follow up and make sure. Because if you skip something or you go, well, 
they're not going to care because I was great to them for the last 10 years. They care. They, they care. I promise you. I just gave you a prime story example of they care. And I'm an early adapter of Amazon. So again, they've always done right by me. But now they scratched a little bit of a niche off that. And I'm, I'm not as happy as I used to be with them. I'm still going to continue to buy. I bought two items from them today because they're, I know I'm going to get them. They weren't the cheapest items there, but I know I'm going to get them and they're going to usually technically be in good shape. It won't be an issue. So I'm going to pass on that because they've done that, but there are customers that won't forgive and won't forget. They get one bad experience like that and they're done. They're finished. They're never going back. Make sure you're seen as the trusted authority. Make sure you're seen as that person that people can trust, people can rely on, people know are accountable. People can believe that you are going to do everything in your power and your company, your staff are going to do everything in their power to make sure they are the special person that they are. They are the reason you're in business. Without them, my friend, you got a hobby, not a business, not a job, nothing, a hobby. You don't need to go back there. It's too easy to lose it today. Make sure you maintain it. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on this brand new episode of Service Without Excuses podcast. I've got another one again coming later on today. I don't know if I'll live stream it or not. just depends on um, how everything goes, but um, just wanted to let you know. And again, food for thought, make sure you know. Don't guess. Don't think you know. You need to know. All right? Have a great day, and thanks again.